faithfulness. All right, open your Bibles to John chapter 19. John chapter 19. A really, really simple message I want to share with you this morning. Um, based on uh, part of the story that all of us uh, are familiar with in the, in the crucifixion uh, of, uh, of Christ um, and uh, as we uh, look at this. And that is simply uh, the Savior's sign, a sign that they put up over his head. Uh, in the grand scheme of the crucifixion of Christ, uh, I think we kind of take that, we, we don't pay that a lot of attention, to be honest. Uh, there's so many other things that are going on from uh, the scourging that we've talked about and the crucifixion itself and uh, Christ's wo- Christ words uh, from the cross and uh, the gambling for his clothes and uh, all those things that uh, took place, uh, that this is almost kind of, a, uh, a, it becomes almost lost in the shuffle. Uh, becomes almost an insignificant uh, little detail uh, that we have uh, as uh, we read that uh, Pilate puts this sign uh, and uh, above uh, the head of Jesus uh, that says, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Uh, and that, uh, that was cu- customary uh, in a crucifixion, actually, uh, that they would put a sign uh, over the, uh, put something up over or somewhere uh, to show the crime uh, that the, the criminal uh, had been accused of. Uh, and so Pilate hangs this sign up, and uh, I do think Pilate had uh, somewhat of, a, uh, of an ulterior motive uh, behind hanging that sign up. Uh, as you can see, if you look at the text as we dig into it, uh, we're going to see that when he hung that sign up, uh, that the Jewish leaders came to Pilate and said, no, 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 don't put that sign up. Put up a sign uh, that says he claimed to be the king of the Jews. And so uh, I think part of Pilate's uh, motivation here was not so much uh, putting up the charge, uh, but he really, uh, as we've seen as we've come through this story, uh, I think Pilate felt a little bit manipulated, uh, a little bit uh, aggravated uh, with the Jews and everything that has transpired. Uh, He didn't like the Jews to start with, uh, and then these events have just uh, irritated him even more. Uh, And so I I really think a a lot of what Pilate was doing uh, was putting up a sign there uh, by saying king of the Jews that that he knew uh, would irritate uh, the Jews. It, it would really get under their skin to have to stand there uh, and see uh, that sign. Uh, on, on multiple fronts, uh, they didn't want Jesus called King of the Jews because they didn't accept him. Uh, and if he was King of the Jews, uh, if he was King of the Jews, here he is being crucified, and they wouldn't have liked that. So uh, either way they went, this sign was, uh, was Pilate's uh, kind of uh, last, uh, last little, uh, last little knife to the ribs uh, in, in this uh, in this entire story. Uh, but I want you to look with me and, and consider for a moment. Uh, and, and we've all seen 
uh, you know, movie portrayals uh, of the crucifixion and saw uh, the sign, the King of the Jews, uh, that was uh, hung uh, above his head. Uh, but I want us to, to really think about uh, all, that, uh, all that that sign uh, entailed this morning uh, as, uh, as we consider uh, the crucifixion and what was going on uh, in, uh, in, in that time. As, as Pilate, uh, in verse 19, it tells us again, uh, that he goes out and he hangs this sign uh, that says Jesus uh, of Nazareth. And and he says uh, that the Jews read it uh, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city uh, and was written in Aramaic, in Latin, and in Greek. And so as we think about this, this sign, and again, uh, this is a very simple message uh, this morning, uh, but as we think about this sign uh, that hang, uh, hung over uh, Jesus' head, let's talk for a moment about this posted report. Exactly what is the message, uh, what is shown to us there uh, as that sign uh, hangs there? First of all, it was a very clear sign. It was a very clear sign. It wasn't uh, very complicated. It was straightforward and to the point. Uh, It was uh, Jesus, King of the Jews. And and John is careful to point out for us uh, two things uh, about uh, this whole uh, ordeal. He says the Jews saw it uh, because the place of crucifixion uh, was near the city. The place of crucifixion was near uh, the city. Now, I don't know if it's still that way, but uh, some of you uh, who are uh, a little older may remember uh, that once upon a time, uh, the, the, the path, the route uh, that uh, they used uh, here in Concord for you to take uh, your driving test. Uh, when you went around that sharp curve on Central Drive and you turned to the right and went down whatever street that is, uh, there was a stop sign down there, and it was kind of hid by the bushes. You had to, uh, if somebody hadn't warned you, to, Melissa remembers it, if somebody hadn't warned you uh, ahead of time, watch for that stop sign, uh, you might overlook it because it wasn't uh, real clear. And a, lot of, a lot of times stop signs or signs are kind of like that. They're uh, kind of... Uh, that's like some of these signs they put up, uh, and instead of using words, can, can I make a? Let me. Can I veer down a country road just a minute? Can I make a plea? Can I make a petition? I want all bathroom doors to say men and women. I can't tell you how many times I've walked up and had to look at the picture and go, "Well, I guess this is mine." And you know, I just just go men. And women, uh, you know, I, I, I struggle with some of them pictures uh, that uh, I, I just need words, just simple little words to tell me which one to go. Sometimes signs are confusing. You know that. Um, uh, but here, this sign was very clear. It was near the city. It simply said, Jesus, King of the Jews. And in case you didn't read Aramaic, it was in Latin. In case you didn't read Latin, it was in Greek. And if you didn't read Aramaic, Latin, or Greek, you probably just didn't read. Because those were the three dominant languages of the time. And so Pilate puts up a sign that is extremely clear to everyone or anyone. If they were within 
any, any area, if they were in the zip code uh, with the crucifixion, they could see and read this sign that very clearly labeled Jesus King of the Jews. There would have been no question uh, about that sign. There, I, from, the, from the youngest on up, there, there was, I can't imagine that there was anybody uh, on scene that said, Hey, what's that sign say? Everybody understood that sign. The Roman guards, the high priest, the regular guy passing by, the traveler that was just passing down the road would have seen that sign. And they would have known that this man, is the king of the Jews. It was very clear. It was very concise. King of the Jews. There was no, there, there was no one not only who would have read it, uh, no, no one would have read that sign and went, hmm, wonder what that means. There, there was no one who would have read that. And everybody would have seen it. Everybody would have been able to read it. And everyone would have been able to understand it. There would have been no question what the accusation or what the charge was against this man on the cross. He was king. He claimed to be king of the Jews. Now, on the other hand, over here, let's say uh, one of the men that were crucified with Jesus, uh, their sign may have said thief. Well, the question that probably would have been asked is, well, what did they steal? You know, how much did they steal? Yeah, there would have been a lot of questions. But this sign over Jesus' head was not only clear, but it was concise. When people saw that sign, there was, again, there was perfect understanding of the charge against this man. There, there was no doubt uh, what he was being uh, charged with. But here's the real kicker to that sign. It was not only clear and concise... And I believe Pilate, Pilate, uh, Pilate, I don't think for a moment, believed what he put on that sign. If Pilate believed what he put on that sign, he wouldn't have said over and over, I find no fault with this man. Pilate didn't believe it. Pilate, again, I think put it up just to irritate the Jews. Just to aggravate the Jews. But here's what Pilate didn't understand about that sign. When he hung up that sign that was clear and concise, there's a third C you need to know about that sign that said the king of the Jews. It was correct. It was correct. He was, he is the king of the Jews. He was their king. They may not have accepted him. They may have rejected him. But I want you to know something this morning, that that man that hung on that center cross, and by hanging on that center cross, they were saying that he was the vilest of the three. That as he hung there, that man that hung on that cross wasn't some ordinary man. He wasn't some criminal. He wasn't somebody uh, who, who pretended. Uh, again, the Jews said, I wanted to be, we wanted to say he claimed to be the king of the Jews. And Pilate says, I have written what I have written. Pilate doesn't understand it and doesn't know it, but he is affirming the truth that Jesus Christ of Nazareth was the king of the Jews, the savior of the world, the Messiah sent directly from God. He was not just a good man. He was not just a prophet. He was not just a great teacher, as some uh, world religions want to say uh, about this man. This man was the king of the Jews, come to seek and to save that which was lost. 
That's who this man is. I don't know exactly what Pilate did understand, but I know Pilate nailed it when he put up a sign that said, King of the Jews. King of the Jews. Listen, we see that sign. First of all, as we think about that sign, we understand uh, that that sign, the, the posted report. Then I want you to notice the second thing that happens. And this is extremely interesting to me, uh, the provoked reaction. And, and, and I, again, I think the reaction was exact. I think when those Jews came to Pilate and said, hey, change that sign. I think he walked away smiling like a cat that just got the rat. It thrilled him to know that he had just, mm, just, just aggravated the Jews one last time. They came to him, and it says that they say to him, Hey, change that sign. We don't want it to say that he is our king. We want it to say that he claimed to be our king. Not that he is, but he claims to be our king. What we have there is their reaction. It was immediate. Listen, I, I want you to understand something. The reaction to that sign, and here, here's what kind of the, the thesis, the theme uh, of my message this morning. The way that sign was handled and the reaction to it is still today the way man reacts and responds to the claims of Jesus Christ. It was immediate. Go out into the world today and say something to this effect. Jesus Christ is the only way man can be saved. And you know what you'll get? You'll get an immediate response, just like Pilate did to this sign. You know what that, just, just like this morning, just now, when I said Jesus Christ is the only way of salvation, several of you in this room said, that's right. Immediately you responded to that sign. Immediately you responded to that statement. The claims of Jesus Christ have always uh, invoked, uh, a, uh, provoked a, a, an immediate response. Man either says, Amen, yes sir, that's right. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the only way of salvation. He is the only way to the Father. Man either says, that's right. I'm going to follow Him. I'm going to serve Him. That is right. Or they say, no, that can't be right. People respond to Jesus Christ. You know, you can say some things and people won't pay you a lick of attention. They won't, they'll ignore you. They won't respond to you. But you go out and you start talking about Jesus. You go out and you start singing about Jesus. I will guarantee you some kind of response. They'll either sing along with you or they'll tell you to shut up. One of the two. What will happen? You go out and, and start, go, go to work tomorrow and start singing about Jesus. Start talking. And you might be fortunate. You might be like Tommy and owned the company and they can't say anything to you. But most of us, if you work out in the real world and you work around uh, people, I tell you what, angel works for the government. Go to work tomorrow singing, oh, how I love Jesus, angel, and uh, we'll all help you find a new job. You know, it, uh, you know, they'll, either, they'll respond one or two ways. They'll either join you or they'll hate you. 
That's what that sign did that, that day. And that's what the claims of Jesus Christ have done ever since. And my question to you this morning, my question to you here, those of you uh, online with us this morning, is what is your response? How do you respond to that statement that Jesus Christ is the only way of salvation? How do you respond to that question, uh, that statement, Jesus is uh, the only way to the Father? How do you respond to that? You either love that statement or you hate that statement. There's no middle ground. there's There's no middle ground for that statement. You either love it or you hate it. We see there... Uh, response. It, it was uh, an immediate response. It was, in their case, an infuriating response. They were livid. They were livid. No! Uh, listen, I, I don't think you and I can fully grasp how angry they had to be to go back to Pilate and demand that he change that sign. Pilate, just to put it bluntly, was the man. He had all the thought. He, he was, he could have put him in jail. He could have had them crew. Pilate was the man. To go back and challenge Pilate tells us just how angry these Jews were. They were livid. You might say they were out of their minds. They were infuriated at this charge. They were livid at the idea that he was uh, there. But I want to tell you something else about that sign. The response, that sign was incriminating. Pilate has said over and over, I find no fault in this man. But by hanging a sign that says, this is the king of the Jews, he has marked himself guilty. He has marked himself guilty. He has said, that man is the king of the Jews. He is the Messiah. He is the long-awaited Messiah, and I allowed him to be crucified. Listen, I want you to understand something this morning. Your decision, your opinion of Jesus Christ will either be liberating or incriminating. What you decide to do with the King of the Jews, what you decide to do with Jesus Christ will either bring you immeasurable, incomprehensible freedom The chains will be broken. The bonds will be broken. You'll no longer be a slave to your past, to your sin. It it will either be liberating or it will be incriminating. One day, every person, we're going to stand before God. And if you don't know Him personally, if you've never asked Him into your heart, if you've never claimed Him as Savior, your decision, your own words will be used against you. Your own words will be incriminated. You see, not only 
do we see here? The report and the reaction. But I want you to see the response. Pilate says, what I have written, I have written. What I have written, I have written. I'm not changing it. What I have written, I have written. I want you to see one last thing about this story. They come to Pilate. And they say, Pilate, we want you to change the sign. And Pilate says, can't do it. It's done. I have labeled him as king of the Jews. I have marked him as king of the Jews. You know why? What he had written, he had written, because it was proper. That's who he was. That's who he was. He was, he is, the king of the Jews. Come to seek and to save that which is lost. Come to do the will of his father. That's who he was. Pilate, I don't know if you ever got anything else right in your entire career. But on that day, what you wrote, you wrote. Because it is true. He was the king of the Jews. He was the Messiah. He was the sacrificial lamb slain before the foundation of the earth for you and for me. That's who he is. Pilate, you're right. What you have written is written. It's not only proper, but it is prophetic. I've said it a couple times and I've heard, my, heard myself say it and I need to correct it. I've said on several occasions, and I've, I've actually probably flopped back and forth because I, I can hear myself saying it, and I can't stop it before. I don't know if y'all ever have that problem or not. Sometimes it rattles around up here and out it comes. I've said he was the king of the Jews. He is the king of the Jews. He is the king of kings, the Lord of lords. And before him, every knee shall bow. And every tongue confess. That's who he is. I don't know if Pilate, what Pilate understood as he hung that sign there. But I want you to know this morning, that statement, the king of the Jews, in every language, familiar language to man, in clear letters, concise statement, tells us to this day who that man on that middle cross was. He is the king of the Jews. And if he is not your king, if he is not your king, today is the day. This is your opportunity. This is your chance to know him personally. Pilate had a chance. Pilate interviewed him. Pilate talked to him. Those Jewish leaders had an opportunity. They all rejected him. They all refused him. What will you do with that man who is the king of the Jews? Will you make him your king? Will you make him your savior? Will you make him your Lord? 
Some of you say this morning, well, I, I already know him as Savior. Okay. But is he Lord? Is he King? See, there are some people today who they're looking at Jesus, quite frankly, and I've used this phrase before, as fire insurance. They just don't want to go to hell. But are we living for him? Is he really king? Has he changed our life? Is he shaping us and molding us and forming us, transforming us, he says in his word, into his image? Are we allowing him to do that? Is he king? Can you hang up a sign is the question today. Can you in your life hang up a sign that says, my king? If not, one or two things needs to happen. If you're here today or online, either one, and you don't know him personally, you don't know him as your Savior, where you are, wherever that is, again, whether you're at home or here in this room, you don't need to let this day pass. Don't let this hour pass that you don't ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart, forgive you for your sins, cleanse you, save you, put eternal life in you. See, here's what you need to know. If you don't know Jesus, you're dead. You're dead in your sins. He will give you life if you'll make him your king, your savior. If you're here today and you say, oh, I know him as savior, I know him. I'm saved, I know I am. And the question for us is, is he king? See, we use the phrase all the time. You've heard this phrase, he's Lord and Savior. For many people, he's just Savior. They're not allowing him to be Lord in their life. They're not allowing him to be king. He is the king of the Jews. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for your word. And I thank you for allowing us this morning to take just a moment and consider all the implications, the message that was hung above your precious son's head. And Father, I pray today if there's one here, one online, that Lord doesn't know you personally, has never made Jesus Lord and Savior of their life, God, that they'd do that today. That they'd simply bow and ask you to forgive them for their sins, that Jesus would come into their life and they would be saved. God, for Christians in this room, online, who need to resubmit, as we've used the word over the years, rededicate our life to you be able to hang up a sign and say, He is my King. God, touch our hearts this morning. We'll give you the praise for what you do. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As we stand together.
come kneel, kneel where you are. Lord, I want you to be king. I want you to be Lord. You know, the Jews went and said, put up a sign that says, he claims to be king. Many of our lives, we could hang up a sign that says, we claim that he's king. We claim that he's king. But is he king? Is he Lord? Thank you for your attention this morning. Again, remember the offering buckets are back there at the door or text the word POPLAR uh, to 73256. I'm proud of me for remembering that. It's only took me a year. Uh, and so, uh, seven three, I hope that's right, uh, 73256. Uh, if not, you might be given to the Jehovah Witnesses. I don't know. Uh, no, that's, I'm sure that's it. So, uh, and again, just thank you again. I'm going to take these reports, and I'm going to give them to Carol uh, if she'll do it. I, I better ask. She's had her shot. She ain't scared. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to give them to Carol. You can get one from her. Uh, and thank her again for, again, uh, a marvelous. I... I I can't tell you again how proud I am of her. Um, I've told her, uh, I'm saying it publicly, because I really thought I'd have to kill her um, as we made this change. Um, and she has done marvelous. Uh, and I am so proud of her for her patience and flexibility. Just, I'm so tickled. Uh, and so. Um, uh, so take a moment and thank her for that, um, and don't forget to thank the Lord for being faithful to us and, uh, and uh, providing us, uh, again, a place where we can meet safely, uh, or safer uh, anyway, um, and protect, providing for us financially. Uh, remind you again, invite you, uh, we do have one Sunday school class that has started meeting uh, nine in the fellowship building, so there is room for you to uh, spread out in there. Um, and uh, if you'd like to go, uh, if you're missing Sunday school, um, and um, I said uh, that's, uh, that is uh, available over there, and so uh, if you want to do that. All right, let's put bows we dismiss. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the day you've given us, Lord, uh, for allowing us to uh, gather this morning. Uh, God, I thank you for each person that's here, each one that has joined us uh, online. Uh, God, so many who are so faithful. Uh, even online to, to, to be with us each week. Uh, thank you for, uh, for them. Uh, God, thank you for your word this morning. Use it to change us, uh, to draw us to you, and we'll give the honor for it all. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.